All right, welcome back. So this week we have another great topic. So if you haven't been following along on Instagram or Facebook, um, we've been talking all about reactivities, dogs and reactivity, barking, unleash, not really barking, but just dogs being reactive in general. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out on Instagram or Facebook, um, the post and stuff, check that out. But today we're gonna expand a little bit more and we're gonna get to the good stuff and talk about how to train your reactive dog so that when you you're on walks and stuff, or just in general, they'll be a little bit better because dealing with a reactive dog or having a reactive dog can be stressful. It can be overwhelming, but there are some things that you can do to make it a little bit better. So I just want to tackle a few of those things that you can try. So before I jump into a few tips to give you um, to work on with your reactive dog, I just want to say that if you have a dog that has bitten someone or what we call air snap, attempted to bite someone, or just say, you know, you know your dog. If you think that your dog is headed in that direction, you'll be better off reaching out to a trainer or a behaviorist, depending on what the issue is, but definitely reach out to a trainer um, just to, you know, so they can have an assessment to see what's going on um, because, um, the things I'm talking about today um, are dogs that don't have any bite history or things like that. So you just want to make sure if that's your dog. I'm not saying that things can't be better. They can, but it just requires um, some additional uh, training. So let's hop into it. So first things first, when we talk about training dogs, if you've been following me, I use only most, mostly positive reinforcement training. So when you're thinking about reactive dogs, you want to use training that's going to encourage them um, and reward the desirable behavior. Um, so whether that's verbal praise, whether that's treats, you can use playtime, you can use toy. So any type of training that's going to build a positive association with your reactive dog. All right. So um, the first thing you want to do when I think about um, my clients and families with reactive dogs, um, before, when we talk about reactivity, ideally, um, the common scenarios are dogs being reactive, reactive on walks. That's the number one. Um, and also the barking from the house. But I would say less think about this in the context of your dog being on walks because that's the main one that I get calls about, okay? So first thing first, like you know that your dog's reactive or even if they're pulling on walks, before you even go to uh, on a walk or um, things like that, you wanna make sure that your dog's actually calm. So one of the things that you can do is you can give your dog um, a Kong to work on, stuff a Kong, or you can scatter treats in a room and let your dog sniff for treats. So all the things I'm telling you is about mental stimulation, it's about sniffing, because sniffing is very exhausting for a dog. Even going in the backyard and doing like a game of fetch and things like that, anything that's gonna release the energy before they get outside, because if you think about it, um, if your dog's reactive, and you know they're going outside and all hyper and chipper and stuff on like that um it's better if they're a little bit calmer before they head out so they're not so reactive on walks so what you want to do um every dog's different um and there's going to be certain things that your dog engages with that keeps them engaged longer so whatever that is in your home whether it's a con they stay engaged for for 15 minutes whether they start to retreat for like 30 minutes think about whatever they stay engaged with the longest and that allows them to sniff and work their brain and you want to do that 
up to like 30 minutes, even 30 minutes to an hour before um, you take your dog, reactive dog out, just to calm them down a little bit. So just make sure you use a positive reinforcement. Um, yelling at your dog, getting frustrated with your dog, which I know happens, um, doesn't help the dog because it doesn't teach your dog what you want them to do. They just know that you're frustrated, okay? So moving on to tip number two. In, do in our dog training world, we have something called counter conditioning. And basically that involves changing your dog's um, association with things from something that's negative um, or to such certain situation to something that's positive. So for example, um, if your dog's reactive to other dogs, what you would do if your dog loves treats, every single time your dog signed another dog, you would feed him treats, right? Um, and then you would stop. See another dog, you feed on treats and stop. So what ends up happening is your dog builds a positive association between um, seeing a dog and, you know, the treats and loving the treats. And so what ends up happening is if you do that every single time that you see a dog or whatever your dog's reactive towards, it could be people, it could be children. So I'm just using dogs as an example. You can start feeding them treats. And that way, um, next time they see a dog or person, they're like, hey, Where's my treats instead of like barking or pulling or whatever they're doing. So um, definitely give counter conditioning a try. Uh, another thing that I love working on, especially if you're not so comfortable with treating your dog, uh, treating your reactive dog and walking at the same time, is an approach called desensitization. And that's um, gradually exposing your dog um, to a stimuli um, over time um, in a is in a structured manner so that um, they're slowly being exposed to their trigger with their, you know, uh, reactive towards. So what that means, um, if you're taking your dog out on a walk and say you're at a park somewhere um, and you know that your dog's reactive towards other dogs, if you see another dog, basically what you would do is stay at a distance where your dog is not reactive. So for instance, say you start walking and you're in a park, whatever, and you notice a dog and your dog starts to bark or react or pull, you want to move further away until your dog doesn't bark or react anymore and that will tell you the distance that your dog should be at where they're okay with seeing another trigger such as a person or a dog and that's how desensitization works it's just moving your dog away and slowly but surely moving them close and close to the trigger which may be a person or another dog um until they get accustomed to the like ah, there's nothing you know i know um and again Another tip that I'll throw in there, which goes right along with um, desensitization, is distance training, right? So keep your dog at a distance from whatever um, they are reactive towards. Just like, um, I'll give the example, right? So say, for instance, you're afraid of spiders, right? If someone came and just from behind you right now and dropped the spider in front of your face, you'd probably jump back and be terrified, right? Or be reactive. But if someone came and just stood at the doorway about 20 feet away and was like, here, Pam, look at the spider, you'd still be kind of fearful, but it's further away. So you're kind of good, right? Unless they come closer, then you're going to start reacting. So dogs are no different. You want to move them further away from... Um, further away, keep the distance so that they're not reacting to things. Also, um, common techniques, um, just like I mentioned, you know, giving your dog something before you go outside to calm them down. So whether you can use aromatherapy too, I know um, they have those things, um, aromatherapy things in a store, lavender and stuff like that, that'll calm the dog. If you know dog massages, you can do that as well. And also, I always talk about this, 
dogs pick up on your emotions. And if you're dealing with a reactive dog, I guarantee you that you may be a little bit nervous and stuff. You don't want anything to happen, right? So just make sure you check your emotions at the door, um, which means that if you have a reactive dog in a situation where you know your dog's gonna be active, you just wanna take a deep breath. I'm always a big fan of if you on a walk and you're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed, just stop. Take a breather for a second, right? Just make sure you calm down because all that emotion goes right down your arm to the leash of the dog. And even if your dog's not reactive, um, you know, you can kind of signal them to be reactive by how you're feeling, you know, especially if they're like, do, 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 looking around and you see a dog before they do or a person or whatever they're triggered towards, and you start pulling in on the leash, then what the dog's like, wait, should I be afraid? So make sure you check your emotions a little bit. Make sure you're trying to be a little bit calm and things like that. Um, and also another thing is you want to train your dog um, far as reactivity reasons around distractions. I'm always big of, you know, just walking away if you need to, but also you wanna make sure you can get your dog's attention when you need, when they do see a distraction. So when you call your dog's name, like, oh, Fido, when you see another dog that they reacted towards, they should be able to respond to you. So you just wanna get, and I always um, say, you know, practice recalls before on walks as you're walking, um, just to make sure that your dog's gonna respond to you when, it's, when it matters. So ideally, how do you wanna go about that just simply just how it sounds when you're walking your dog call their name when they come back to you give them a treat right and so you want to do that as you walk in but then to add some distraction to that say every single time a car drives by or say they're reactive towards dogs let's use that example and say like you start you know you walk generally just calling them back to you giving them a treat and then you know say a car drives by so anytime you spot anything wa walking by in a distance you just want to call your dog to you um and give them a treat just to make sure that they respond in so that when you do see that dog they are reactive towards you call them and then they'll stay with you and you can just continue giving them treats so just remember to practice around distractions and things like that and as always if you didn't see the real on it i talk like you know scroll to instagram scroll to the page we talk about walking away because that's always another good thing to do is just simply walking away and there's a, a real on that um and then last but not least um, consistency is key. Um, consistency is key with working with reactive dogs um, because it creates predictability. And I always talk, tell folks that, you know, when I'm training, like, you know what, if you never train your dog a day in a world, day, a day, a day, not a day in a world, if you never trained your dog at all, just by you going about your motions of everyday life and just doing things, they kind of catch on. And so you want to keep that predictability and routine, especially if you're dealing with a reactive dog who is um, fearful or anxious, um, just them being able to predict the situations help or helps a reactive dog and makes it easier for them to cope with the situations. And so that even dwindles down to even go on the same walking routine um, with your reactive dog. So just so it can, can stay, stay consistent. And also not only the walk routine, try to stay consistent with the time of day you walk your dog, because ideally you're gonna say, see the same people and things like that. But you also wanna make sure as well that um, if you are dealing with a reactive dog or trying to manage one, try to walk at times where there's not gonna be as many dogs or people or wherever they're reactive toward, just try to go at a time where it's not as much going on. All right, so those are some things you can do to help your reactive dog to get a little bit better. Um, 
but just in general. So just to, you know, go over it, you just want to remember, use positive reinforcement training, make it a positive experience for your reactive dog. They're already reactive. So we want to try to make it positive for them. Um, try counter conditioning um, for your dog, changing their response from a negative association to a positive one, desensitizing your dog, um, starting at a distance where they're not really triggered and gradually moving closer um, to the thing they are triggered or reactive to. Um, distance training, just starting off further away and staying further away um, so they're not um, afraid. Common techniques, and remember I talked about using toys, snuffle mats, um, just anything before you go out on a walk just to get some of that energy out. Or when people come over, if your dog's reactive towards people, just to calm them down. And also training around distractions, practicing those recalls on leash and things like that. And just remember, consistency is going to be key with all this to make it all fit together. All right. So I hope you gained some good ideas on how to even get started with your reactive dog. And of course, if you have questions, always reach out. If you haven't reached out to me yet, if you have, you know that I'm highly accessible to answer any questions. Um, as always, there's only so much I can do on Instagram, but I try my best. But if you want additional help or if you have questions, um, you can join Instagram subscriptions. $4.99 a month is not too bad. You can cancel anytime. Um, I do buy weekly um, live trainings. Um, in conversation. So if things are going on, I usually try to tackle the most common topics that I'm being called about. And so the big difference is, um, is more exclusive. Um, there's a certain amount of people in subscription. So I am, I am able to troubleshoot any issues that you may be having. It's like having a trainer in your back pocket. Um, you'll see live trainings, more behind the scenes, more step-by-step -step things. So it's like really cool. Cause it's like, we're all like a little small community in there and you have, a, there's a group chat as well, where you can post anything. We all help one another so it's kind of cool and the best thing is you can cancel anytime no one wants to be you know stuck in a subscription they don't want to be not saying how i want you to leave but just check it out and as always if you haven't get, grabbed um the loosely walking guide or the uh, guide to train in a puppy or fear for anxious dogs you can always grab that um and then our podcast positive dog training combo so there's various different ways you can grab this content just figure out what's best for you but if you have questions feel free to reach out other than that i will see you next week and um, enjoy your week in the weekend. All right, bye.